you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back together. Uh, Buck, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good. No complaints, DJ. We're getting to it. We got another week before things kick off, and I am excited about it all. All right, we're going to go uh, first year, second year uh, again. We're kind of working our way through the entire league. Uh, today we have AFC North, NFC North. Uh, that those are the uh, divisions we're going to hammer. We're going to talk about guys that we're buying. So, uh, you know, maybe what we've seen from them thus far, or maybe what we expect to see from them in this coming season. I thought we each give uh, a name for a rookie and a second-year player. If you've uh, if you've missed the previous episodes, we've been going through this. So if this is not your team that uh, that you want to hear about, go back and find those episodes. I think we maybe have mm-hmm. one more, maybe one more left. I don't know. I think we're yeah. uh, we're power we're powering through all these, but. 
Um, you can go back, check those out if you've missed the previous episodes. Yeah, Nabil said one more uh, left to go. Um, all right, Buck, let's uh, let's jump in here. It's always fun to see if we have some of the same names. Again, we have not talked about this in terms of who we're picking, but we've got our list written out, and we'll see if we get some DNA matches here. Uh, but let's start it off here. Let's go. Let's go with the AFC North, and let's start with the Cincinnati Bengals rookie and a second-year player you're buying. Ooh, man, this this should be easy because normally when you go with the Super Bowl team, you want to take the first round pick because you expect him to be able to contribute right away. So I'm gonna go with Daxton Hill, uh, yep. first round pick from Michigan. You understand the situation that they're dealing with with Jesse Bates, franchise tag. We don't know what that's going to look like if he's a one-year wonder. So already start grooming his replacement, and that's Daxton Hill. And while you're grooming him, you can put him in a role where he can play nickel, he can play dime, he can play in the deep post. He can do a lot of different things for this defense. I think I'll have a lot of fun moving him around and using him as a chess piece. Yeah, DNA match. I, I went the same, and it wasn't just hey, this is the first round pick. I actually really like Daxton Hill and his fit there. And one of the things that I think is interesting is you scout for your division. We talk about it all the time, and this is a rugged, rough division. Even though they're throwing the ball more uh, than maybe they have in, in the past, but still, when you're going to line up and you're going to play against that Baltimore run game, you're going to play against that Cleveland Browns offensive line and their run game. You're going to play against Najee Harris. Buck, your, your backing guys better be able to tackle. Now, we can talk about all the different places you can line him up. He can play in the nickel. I think he can play outside if you wanted to play corner outside. Mm-hmm. He can play in the post. But one thing you better do, not only you got to cover, you better tackle in this division. I think his toughness, I think that's a good fit, a good DNA match for that division. Absolutely. His toughness is essential, and he is a great fit for how they want to play in the back end. Very solid defense. He's a very solid overall player with a, a really a, a well-rounded skill set. All right, give me your second-year player you're buying here. <laughs> well, the easiest guy to buy would be Jamar Chase. When you see people talk <laughs> about him being the third-best wide receiver in football, you know he is legit. So let's, I want to see what he does for an encore. Um, I think he surprised everybody in terms of just his sheer dominance right out the gate. I think we knew he was a really good player, but maybe some people were spooked by the preseason and some of the drops that showed up. Yeah, make no mistake, this dude is a talented player. But what I want to see if he's not only a tier one player, but is he what we call like one of those rock stars at the position? He's shown flashes of being that. I want to see what he does now that everyone has kind of circulated the tape and he will begin to see coverage directed in his uh, in his way. Yeah, I mean, that look, it's it's hard not to buy what he's doing. I, I don't even think he's scratched the surface. That's the crazy thing. As good as he's been, as productive as he's been, that's that's an easy one. I'll just throw in another name, though, uh, is Joseph Osai to me. Um, yeah. It is an interesting one coming off of an injury. Um, somebody that's got big-time, big-time juice and burst. I thought he was a little bit stiff coming out, Buck, but – They've had, uh, you know, they've had a, a nice run of pass rushers. And you look at teams, and we always talk about the Steelers and how they evaluate, uh, you know, receivers and how they have a long history of making those guys work. Cincinnati Bengals sneakily uh, have done a good mm-hmm. job of not only developing their own pass rushers, but going out and obviously with Trey Hendrickson, uh, finding them on the free agent market, and making good moves there. So they've got a good feel for that uh, for that edge rush position. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it, it's a team that. Is, it's funny how quickly the roster flipped and how we talk about them being very talented. A Super Bowl appearance would do that. But more importantly, I would say Zach Taylor's culture and the environment that he's created in Cincinnati has made it where you need to pay attention to the Bengals because I think they're legit. All right, let's go uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, people are talking about a quarterback, but I'm going to go beyond a quarterback. I'm going to go and look at George Pickens. And the reason why George Pickens is a player to keep an eye on is because 
there's a lot of uncertainty in their wide receiver core. Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, both are angling for big contracts. And so we know the Steelers, Steelers not ever been trying to play a wide receiver 20 plus million a year. So how quickly can George Pickens move into the rotation and become a key contributor? This is a very talented player, a guy who is hindered by a knee injury. Let's see if he's the next second round pick to kind of flourish in a Steelers uniform. Yeah, you know, it's funny with him. I, he was my pick as well. Uh, I put Pickens down in. Sometimes you're buying because you expect big things. Sometimes you buy, like you buy a stock just off intrigue. Like, I don't know. I don't know if any of us know. We've seen the flashes. We've seen the glimpses. And sometimes we see that, you know, manifest itself in a big-time player. Sometimes you can get a little bit of a bust risk there. But I'm I'm buying Pickens purely on intrigue. And I'm going to give the Steelers the benefit of the doubt, as I just mentioned. They've done such a good job uh, at the wideout position. And this gives them a bigger frame guy. Um, to go along with Chase Claypool. Those are two power forwards that they can throw out there along with Deontay Johnson. So um, I, I like the fit. I'm not necessarily saying I think this is a home run player who's going to you know, tear it up, but I'm intrigued, Buck. That's why he's my pick. Yeah, I'm intrigued. The other guy I'm intrigued by is DeMarvin Leal. Uh, I like him a yeah. lot coming out of Texas A&M. Typically, those guys tend to work out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have a good, do a good job with the model. They understand exactly what to do when it comes to getting their guys ready to play. All right, you're two. Um, here we go. So let's go Pat Freemuth, the tight end from Penn State. He's a he's yeah, he's a guy, big body playmaker, guy that's in that Heath Miller mode. I think he has a chance to be a productive pass catcher. I will keep an eye on him being able to get it done. All right, this is low-hanging fruit, but I'm gonna do it because of the theory that I have to go along with it. Think about what Najee Harris did last year. Um, and if you think about it with a quarterback who is Two things. Number one, Ben Roethlisberger was not a threat to run, obviously, right? So you didn't have to account for the extra guy in the run game. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing you have to remember is if you think about Ben not being able to vertically push the ball down the field, um, you, you're going to have a crowded a crowded box. You're bringing more people closer to the line of scrimmage. So when you think about Najee Harris going into your number two, and you have an opportunity to maybe scare some of those safeties back a little bit with more of a vertical passing game, um, you start with that, and then you also have the threat of the quarterback being a run option. So you want to run some zone read stuff, uh, either if it's Trubisky who wins the job, uh, you know, or, or whether or not you end up getting the rookie out there who wins the job. Uh, you know, I, to me, I think you're you're in a pretty good spot there. Whether it's Pickett or Trubisky, uh, you have to account for the quarterback in the run game. That's why I think Najee takes it up a level. He certainly does take it up a notch. Uh, they need him. To be a big factor because you want to alleviate all the pressure on whichever quarterback is in play. Najee Harris has to be a big factor. And look, he did everything last year. I kind of likened him a little bit to a Le'Veon Bell, but a different stylistic player. He has to be one of those guys that maybe has a thousand and a hundred thousand rushing yards, a hundred catches, someone that stabilizes this offense while the quarterback grows into it. All right, I'm going to go Cleveland Browns next here, Buck, and I'll lead us off. I, I, I'm going to look at Alex Wright. Um, edge rusher at a UAB, one of the more intriguing guys, somebody that that's name popped up a lot, got his, his name uh, brought up to me by a bunch of guys around the league who were intrigued by kind of the length, the size, the, the ability to go inside, outside as a rusher, uh, kind of a unique player. And I think the Cleveland Browns, um, you know, they're looking for another complimentary piece there to miles Garrett. I think he can provide that. So uh, I'm a, I'm big on Alex Wright trying to uh, try to make an impact here. And then I'll go JOK as a second-year player just because, again, it, he was phenomenal when he was on the field last year, uh, one of the best rookies in the league. 
you know, obviously everybody knows the story. He falls in the draft because there was some concern about a heart issue or heart test. Uh, all that's been alleviated. And then the Cleveland Browns end up stumbling into an unbelievable value with him where they got him. Yeah, unbelievable value. And you think about value. I'm going to go back and talk about the rookie that I expect to have a significant contribution. I'm going to go with David Bell because I think he's a valuable player. I think he's a value pick. I think he will outplay his draft status. Just a very productive player. And when I think about this offense and what they need, they need rock steady players. And so um, he, he's, he's an outstanding route runner. I think he's going to be a big part of what they do. And then when I go to their offense as a second year player, how about Anthony Schwartz, wide receiver from Auburn? Little light in the britches, but man, he is fast. And so if I talked about David Bill being kind of a chain mover, they need someone that can take the top off the defense. I think Schwartz is going to be someone that can do that. With Amari Cooper entrenched as the number one, the more weapons that you can have around him, the better he will perform. I expect that to happen with those two guys stepping up. Yeah, definitely speed. I'm curious with him though. Does the you know does the track speed always translate to the field? Um, you know that was yeah. kind of one of the knocks on him coming out of the draft. But um, some interesting names there. Okay, let's finish up this division. Let's go with the Baltimore Ravens, a rookie and a second year player, Buck. So. Everyone is going to talk about Kyle Hamilton, but I'm really intrigued by Tyler Lindenbaum, the center. And the reason why is they had such a tough time manning the pivot position the last couple of years. They just couldn't get it right. Tyler Lindenbaum is a guy who is rock solid in his play. Uh, we know what product uh, Iowa typically produces when it comes to technicians and the guys that they have kind of churned out year after year. He's another one. And the last time the Baltimore Ravens had a guy from Iowa in their front line, it was Marshall Yonder. <laughs> And he played really well for them. I think Tyler Lindemann will also be a good player for him. Yeah, I mean, look, it, again, good players just kind of make their way to the Ravens in the draft. They kind of fall there. I'm going to go down the line a little bit, and I'm going to go with history repeating itself uh, with the Ravens getting a tight end and Isaiah Likely. And if, if you look at them oh, kind of yeah. getting guys in pairs, they've done this forever. Um, and everything I heard out of the out of the mini camps was Isaiah Likely was making plays. Another one where – once again, Buck, if you ended the season, like going into that senior bowl, I think I had him as the number one or number two tight end in the whole draft. Senior bowl is a little inconsistent, um, drops a couple balls. Then you go to the testing portion, doesn't necessarily test as explosive as you'd think. You go back to the tape, it's one explosive play after another. I'm talking 90-yard touchdowns type explosive plays. And then now we get back on the grass. What do you know? He's good at football. Um, so the Ravens, uh, have a way of being able to kind of block out the noise in the spring, and it's benefited them for 20-plus years, and I think it's going to benefit them again here with Isaiah Likely. You look, it's funny because I actually love what they're doing to their offense. I think they're doubling down on Lamar Jackson's best years. As much as everyone wants them to spread it out and put fast guys on the field, they've been better when they've had bigger guys on the field. I think you and I have talked about it. When you put the small guys on the field, you kind of neutralize his advantage as an athlete. Now you get the bigger linebackers and safeties on the field to match up with the tight ends and backs. Advantage Lamar Jackson. But out of that, the second-year player that we have to watch is Rashad Bateman because Rashad Bateman is the number one receiver. And people are complaining about their inability to attract receivers. Well, this is what they do. They are the army of the National Football League, meaning they're going to run the football, they're going to do it. So the guys <laughs> that are playing wide receiver, they have to know that coming into it. It's not about the number of catches. It's about the yards per catch that you have to watch. Rashad Bateman could be a guy who doesn't really wow you with the number of receptions, but I think his receptions, his catches 
will be key and they'll be pivotal. So look for him to really stand out as a number one receiver. Yeah, that was, I mean, there was really only one choice. You had to go with Rashad Bateman because the runway's been cleared and there's really kind of, uh, I don't know that there's a great fallback uh, plan there. If he doesn't have a great year, um, man, I, their receiving core is just kind of, eh, you know, there's nobody in there that can really scare you. And with the way they run the football, with the way they've loaded back up on the offensive line, the tight end position, you're going to get one-on-one opportunities. You're going to get a chance to make big plays down the field. I don't necessarily need him to catch a hundred balls, Buck, but I'd like to see him average 18 yards of catch. To, to me, DJ, that is a perfect, that is a perfect way for it to look. He needs to be that guy. That guy can make big plays, can stretch the field. You load it up. Uh, it's 10 guys in the box. He's out there by himself working one-on-ones. Outstanding route runner. I expect him to win. He needs to put up big numbers for them. All right. Before we uh, we take a break and we get over to the NFC, I got to get your thoughts real quick. As somebody who's been in more than a few Twitter spats in his day, Buck, I need your thoughts on <laughs> Lamar Jackson and Bernard Pollard in the most bizarre Twitter feud uh, that I can remember. Uh, look, it's, it's it's interesting that Bernard Pollard will – it's not interesting that he would make a comment, but, man, the heat that Lamar Jackson went back and forth. <laughs> oh, and Look, man, it, it's one of those things. Like, Lamar Jackson is obviously filling the pinch, but I, I feel like some of this he brought upon himself. I think they could have negotiated this deal the entire offseason. If that is what your desired goal was to get a deal done, I don't know why you don't do that early. So now you're hearing all the noise and all the voices as the training date draws closer. He just has to lock in and focus. And I don't mind a good uh, verbal or Twitter spat, but I think for him, man, there's no need to engage in it. Like the people that like you, like you, those who don't, we're never going to like your style at the quarterback position. So you can't change it. He just has to be the best at what he is. But I would say lay off to Twitter, leave this alone. Yeah. The funny thing is, you know, there's kind of some merits to what he was saying. Um, yeah. That none of the big time wideouts are going to go want to play. And I, I don't think that's, they don't want to go that's play true. with Lamar Jackson. They don't want to play it's in that true. offense. Why, I wouldn't yeah, want, if I was a receiver, I want to go play in that offense and watch you turn around and hand the ball off. And, and, and that's why I say they're Army. Those guys that want to be there, they're doing it for a bigger cause, a bigger reason. <laughs> You've been enlisted to come and perform and do your four years for the Baltimore Ravens. And part of that is you're going to block a lot. You may catch a handful of passes, but this offense is one that is run-based. And they have been at their best when they run it, and they run it with big bodies on the field. So wide receivers have to know. That's just one of the deals. Yeah, and w- when you throw it, it's going to it's gonna build inside out. It's at its best when it's building inside out, working the tight ends, working the middle of the field. And then, again, to me, it's you're hitting slants on the outside and you're hitting over-the-top explosives, you know, after you've run the ball really well. That's just, I mean, that, and it works. That's, that's good. The good thing for the Ravens is they don't need, they don't need a $25 million receiver. They don't, not the way they play. They don't need it. No, they can save a lot of money, a lot of, save a lot of money, a lot of effort, just going in and digging in the, the, the garbage bin to find wide house and make it happen. Yeah, they can, uh, they can invest those dollars elsewhere. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're hit the NFC North. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. All right, Buck, let's jump into it here. Uh, Green Bay Packers, rookie and second-year player, all you. Okay, so the easy money would be Christian Watson, the wide receiver. Let's go beneath there and go Romeo Dubs from Nevada. Yeah, hearing the reports of people talking about him, like he made a solid impression on – officials inside the building in terms of the way that he got down in the offseason program and OTAs. And so when you think about how they have to play, everyone will talk about the veterans, Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins and Alan Lazard. One of these young guys is going to have to step up and emerge. I'm hoping on Watson, but Dubs could also be a guy that steps up. All right. I, I like that one vertical stretch receiver. I'm going to go with an offensive lineman and go Sean Ryan out of UCLA who kind of nice. fits again. I like guys that fit the profile where they've had previous success and you look at Elton Jenkins with the versatility to be able to play any of the five positions. I thought in this draft, Sean Ryan was kind of one of those guys who can play tackle. Um, a lot of teams thought he'd be best kick inside and play guard. I'm not so sure he couldn't play center. So you've got somebody with legit five position flex and you've got a 17 game season. So whether or not he's you know playing early snaps, that's TBD. But I think at some point in time, he finds his way into the lineup to kind of plug a hole. And that can help you win a key game and, and can impact seeding and, and ultimately trying to chase a championship. It's guys like that, picks like that, 
with the versatility that uh, that really hit home. So uh, that's my pick. How about second year player? Second year player. Let's keep an eye on Eric Stokes. Uh, Eric Stokes, first round pick, played really well. But now everyone is coming back. Yari Alexander is is back in the mix. This defense, I think, has to kind of carry a little more water uh, than in the past because the offense may not be as explosive. Eric Stokes being able to lock up on the perimeter should make things easy for Joe Barry as he continues to kind of make this team transform from more of a man-heavy team to a little more zone-based with their eyes on the quarterback leading to interceptions and turnovers. Yeah, I went with the same guy. Um, Stokes, look, he ran the four twos. You know about the height-weight-speed combination. Um, and to me, I, I thought there was a little bit of tightness that you saw when you when you watched him at Georgia, yep. but there was a lot to like. I, I you know, to me, he's got the ability to be able to match up with some of the bigger guys you're going to see. Uh, I think he's uh, he's a really, really talented and intriguing player. So that was my pick as well. Um, let's uh, let's keep it moving here. Let's go Minnesota Vikings here, Buck. Yeah, Minnesota Vikings, first year player. Um, Andrew Booth. I really liked him coming out of Clemson, man. Yeah. I thought this dude was outstanding on the perimeter. The Vikings for years had always been a place where you always knew they were going to have solid secondary play. Fell off the last couple of years. Now you have new defense coming in and Dante, all these guys trying to kind of figure out how can they get this team to play with great eyes and vision. Andrew Booth from Clemson to me was one of the players in the draft that I felt like had the versatility to play in any scheme. He should be able to thrive and flourish in this game because it does allow him to kind of do a lot of, a lot of different things uh, on a down by down basis. Yeah, I went I went to the secondary as well, but I went with their top pick in Lewis Seen. And I go back to, uh, you know, what a, a defensive head coach had told me through the run up to the draft. We were talking about players kind of going over the whole draft. And when his name came up, he said that this guy is my favorite player in the draft. He used the term warrior. Um, when you talk to the coaches at Georgia, they say some of the same things, kind of a heart and soul type player, but also has. You know, height, weight, speed, physicality, toughness, intelligence, which was off the charts. Um, he can tell you everything you need to know about that Georgia scheme and and uh, and how to be able to make checks and and make things happen. So it's hard to find guys with that kind of intellectual capability to go along with the physicality and all the height, weight, speed stuff. He's got the whole thing. Um, so to me, I thought where they got him was a good value pick. And, and one of those guys, I think when we look back, we'll say, man, maybe we should have pushed him up a little bit higher. Yeah, it's funny like that. Sometimes you do have regrets uh, when you go back and you look at the draft and you go back and maybe you pop in some tape and you just kind of wonder like, man, why wasn't I high on this guy? And so you just wonder. Mm. God, right, I should have got give, give me the uh, give me the second year player you're on here. Uh, second year player, you know I'm gonna find a Tar Heel. So how about Chad Surratt? I got to see where he fits <laughs> in. New defense, new opportunity, uh, different voices in the room. Is there a place for Chad Surratt to get on the field? Coming out of college, everyone loved his athleticism, his explosiveness, thought he was still raw and unrefined as a player. Well, let's see if a new coaching staff can find a way to unlock that potential. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to go with uh, kind of some low-hanging fruit here. I'm going to go with Christian Derisaw, left tackle, who, uh, you know, if he can stay healthy and stay out there on the field, the physical gifts were never in question. I think he got a chance to, you know, he's got a chance to develop into the one, you know, top, I don't know what you'd say, top eight top 10 uh left tackles mm -hmm. i think he's got that type of ability so stay healthy stay out in the field i know he's missed some time in the offseason but get him back in there um i think there's a lot to work with and that's uh you know that's that's something with this offensive line you gotta keep keep cousins protected uh we know when he's clean and protected he can play at a high level so i'm, I'm gonna go with derisaw is, is one that's gonna be key for them love it man i love it um all right let's, let's go go bears 
Yeah, do the Bears here. Okay. Who you like? Okay. Okay. So the Bears, the, the top two picks that the Bears had, their they're DBs, I could take either one of them. Kyler Gordon, Daquan Brisker, either one of these guys, because when Matt Eberflus comes in, they're going to play really rock solid zone defense. They can keep their eyes on the ball. They can float to the ball and they can make plays. And he also wants guys on the perimeter that can tackle. Both of these guys can do it. So I have my eye on both of their top two picks. Yeah, I went with Brisker. That was my my choice. And again, I feel like the more we're seeing teams put secondary defenders in in run fits, the more mm-hmm. I think I value tackling. You know, we always talk about you got if you can't cover, you can't play. Yeah, well, if you can't cover and you can't tackle, you can't play. Now you got to be able to do both because they're going to isolate you. They're going to put you in run fits. Um, and I think Brisker's ability to kind of play down low and and, and using the blitz a little bit as well, he can be an impact guy. So uh, that's my pick. Uh, there. So we're both kind of thinking the same thing in that secondary. How about the second year player? I mean, it has to be Justin Fields. Um, you just wonder what Justin Fields' future is going to be. And there's a lot riding on his performance this second year. And I would say that he's doing it without many weapons. And so can he rise above uh, the challenges that he's facing and play at a level that allows you to kind of envision him becoming one of the top quarterbacks in the league? Odds are against him, but let's let's see how he performs in the second year. New offense. I feel like in some ways he's in a good spot because maybe of all the second year guys, and I think some of it's just the situation he finds himself in. I don't feel like the expectations are very high, uh, you know, for what he's playing with and and kind of where they are as a team in this process. I feel like he's got a chance to come in there maybe without quite as much pressure as somebody like Zach Wilson, who they've loaded yeah. up around, and the expectations are that he's going to perform at a high level. So. Uh, that's an interesting one. Khalil Herbert's the other one I'll throw in there, uh, who was a bargain pick for them. I think he factors in, gets a little bit more of a role in their run game, but runs really, really hard. Uh, tough kid. So that would be my choice if we're going to go away from the quarterback. Last team here, let's go with the Detroit Lions. Uh, Jameson Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. And the only reason why I'm intrigued is just to see, does he play this year? And if he does play, what does he look like? Coming off that knee injury, uh, going into the draft prior to the injury, Many wonder if he was going to be the first one to come off the board. His speed, his explosiveness, his ability to deliver these big plays, exactly what the Detroit Lions need. How soon do we get a chance to gaze our eyes on him and, and see what kind of production and performance he can deliver? Yeah, I like that one. I went with Josh Pascal because he's just one of my favorite players in the draft. Again, inside-outside rush ability. I think three-time captain, characters off the charts. I think he'll be able to find a role for this team right away. Um, so you, you look at what they did uh, with Aiden Hutchinson uh, with their first pick. He's going to have all the eyeballs. Don't don't sleep on Josh Pascal finding a way to impact that team. <laughs> he certainly uh, has an opportunity to impact the team. Another guy who could be an impact player, second year player. How about Aline McNeil from North Carolina Ooh. State, the defensive tackle who's super athletic. This defense plays hard. They give great effort. They have and exhibit great energy. Now they just need better performance. And second-year player that can grow up on the interior, McNeil is intriguing, man. One of the best, most athletic interior defenders that we saw in the draft process a season ago. Let's see if he gets better and kind of settles into his role for this team. Yeah, big man, big athlete. I'm, I'm going to go, again, Amon Ross St. Brown. We saw the numbers he put up last year were excellent. I don't know if you saw Warren Sharp, uh, our buddy, tweeted out the other day the the stat, which I found intriguing. It was I think it was either after an incompletion on first down or, or basically no gain on first down. So second and 10, the highest run rate in the league. I think the Lions were like number one or number two. So it's almost kind of mm-hmm. like you're just putting yourself in third and long at, at that point in time. I think they're a little bit more forward 
thinking this year. I think they'll be a little bit more aggressive in the passing game. So as good as the numbers were last year for Amon Ross St. Brown, I think he takes them up another notch um, and ends up being really kind of one of the, uh, the, the really good young wideouts in this league. He is certainly uh, a guy that you have to keep an eye on. I love the way he runs routes. I love his toughness. And I think he has a chance. He and DJ Chark, uh, not necessarily household names on the national scale, but guys that are very productive, right system, you can see them really pop and explode. All right, there you go. There we have it. We made it through the AFC North and the NFC North. Anything you want to add here, Buck, before we get to this weekend? No, we're on a tight schedule. So, no, I think it was good. I love talking about all of these uh, prospects and players and kind of forecasting how they can perform as rookies. Yeah, by the way, hot tip out there. Do not uh, do not try and pick up a glass mirror door by the top because the uh, the plastic there, that's going to snap. And what's going to happen is when that snaps, it's going to drop on your toes and it doesn't end well. Hence the reason why we're ending this podcast right now because I could go to the doctor. Um, anyways, Buck, it's, uh, it's good to see you, man. We'll be back uh, together soon. I'm going to be out next week, um, kind of the last little breath here before the season starts. But, Buck, you're holding it down. I believe we got JP James Palmer coming on uh, the first episode. We'll have yes. three three episodes next week. So be on the lookout for that. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Appreciate, Nabil, all your hard work putting this thing together. Uh, We'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.